Hi people, what's going on? It's your boy G Money, aka G Dash MO, aka B Steak Charlie, Mr. Slanging and Banging. And you already know, of course, this is the Keeping the G podcast. Now, of course, you know, I'm on the go right now. You know, I'm heading into work, you know. Yeah, I got a nine to five. I'm not going to act like I'm one of these lavish living podcast dudes or whatever. You know, I got a grind for mine. You know, so you just got to be honest in reference to that, of course. But anyway, of course, um, just that keeping the G podcast, like I said before. Um, just wanted to, you know, express my thoughts on not really nothing too major per se, but, you know, saying it wasn't really on my chest, so to speak, because it ain't even that serious. But I'm going talk about it anyway first off you know what i'm saying um yeah you know i'm an aspiring rapper so to speak or however you want to look at it you know um of course i got one mixtape that i've dropped before of course and well actually um well i got one solo mixtape but i've been a part of what three other mixtapes so to speak um but in reference to that now you're probably wondering where the hell i'm going with this now, um, of course, I used to be part of a little group, you know, and at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, I don't fuck with any of the niggas, you know, and I'm not trying to sound like stupid or whatever, you know. It ain't so much I don't fuck with everybody. Like, one dude in particular, I, I'm still cool with, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, we kind of, I'm not going to say we necessarily grew up together, but, you know what I'm saying, from high school on, you know, we still talk every now and then, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, you know, once I get back on my music tip, you know, I know he's going to be right there with me. And, you know, that's my dog Stax. So, you know, shout-outs to Stax, you know what I'm saying? But um, as far as everybody else in the group, it was really one in particular, one person, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to give him no shine, you know, because it ain't worth it, you know what I'm saying, because of how everything went down with the group. Am I bitter about this shit? Nah. Not at all. But if if it ever came down to it where, you know, me and that one in particular person were face-to-face or whatever, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to say it'd be on site, but if he has something to say, and, I, and I'm not trying to act like I'm Mr. Big and Bad or, you know what I'm saying, I get it in with the best of them, but, you know, at the end of the day, he know what time it is and... You know what I'm saying? If we ever was face-to-face and something were to be said, and I'm not saying for me, you know what I'm saying, he were to say something, which I doubt it because, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, he ain't built like that. You know what I'm saying? We'd, we'd have to be moving some furniture, you know, and that's a polite way for me to say it, you know. Not to say I'll be polite because that would be the furthest of what I'm saying. So, but anyway, in regards to my mixtape, um, my first mixtape or whatever, um, not a reason why I bring it up. It's one song in particular, you know, and I'm not, I'm not even trying to tell anybody on this, on my podcast, or you know, guys that listen to my podcast that fucks with me or whatever. I'm not even telling y'all to go, go back and check the mixtape out, because you know, to me, I just look at it as, you know, especially like. 
with the association I was dealing with at the time, you know, I don't really care to give it any type of credence or any type of shine. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I really don't care if I got an extensive amount of downloads on that. Because, you know, it's on that piff, by the way. And I, I put it out there just in, in case y'all cared to go looking for it. You know, of course, it's Major Moves, North Miami's Finest. You know, that was the name of the mixtape. I mean, it's still on there. You know, whatever, take it down. No, because, you know, it's essentially a body of work that, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm not going to say I'm proud of it, but, you know, the fact that I actually had something done, I accomplished something as far as dropping a, a small piece of body of work, I mean, a small part of my catalog, so to speak, you know, I'm proud of that. But other than that, you know what I'm saying, I'm not giving it no shine for the simple fact that, you know, the people that I got on there, you know what I'm saying, I'm not really associated with them like that, you know, mainly on the music tip, you know what I'm saying, but I mean, hell, outside of that, I ain't really no association on that either, because, you know, everybody fell off, you know what I'm saying, again, Stack's the only one I still chop it up with to this day, you know what I'm saying, and anybody else, they, they get no shine from me, you know what I'm saying, it ain't worth it, you know what I'm saying, but whatever, now, the reason why I'm bringing up my mixtape, so to speak, because, you know, it's obviously it's the only thing I really got the, I guess you could say, make reference to in regards to my music. I mean, granted, I got other songs outside of my mixtape that I could talk about or whatever, but it's one song in particular that's on the mixtape, you know, where I felt like, you know what I'm saying, I did my thing. Yeah, now. I'm going to put the song, you know, after I finish, you know, say what I say. You know, it's going it's gonna to be on this podcast, of course. So, But anyways, the song I got called Give It To Him. Now, outside of, you know, some of the people that actually listen to my mixtape, you know, not many people really heard some of the songs or whatever, unless, you know what I'm saying, I put it to a person's ear or ask somebody like mostly like at the job hey um listen to this song real quick or check it out or whatever you know let me know what you think you know because i i rarely go back to listen to my old stuff you know especially like because of the fact that with the association i was in you know a lot of my stuff wasn't handled properly the way it should have been because first off you know i was dealing with dudes that didn't want to break bread or put money into the situation by that saying you know everything was set up at my crib when I say everything I mean the makeshift studio nobody wanted to break bread on you know kind of let's say putting like some padding up or whatever because everything was done in my room you know when I was staying with the old girl at the time or whatever so mind you um had niggas go to the crib even when I wasn't there because you know I was always a two-time hustling type of dude or whatever and when I say two-time hustling you know I had two jobs for the longest you know like majority of my working life I've been working two jobs you know if it ain't two jobs it's some sort of 
hustle outside of my nine to five. So, um, with that being said, um, you know, that association and, you know, the dude that, you know, is is part of that association that I don't care the fucks with, nor would I give him any shine. He essentially was the quote-unquote dude that was responsible for everything with the group, so to speak, or whatever. Now, I ain't trying to talk nobody head off, you know, but you understand why I'm getting that. Now, as far as my mixtape and the reason why I don't care to put it out there or, you know what I'm saying, rap it or, you know, like I said, lend some shine to it or whatever because it wasn't handled properly. And, you know, I was a a one-dimensional dude when it came to, like, you know, jumping into my music stuff. Now, when I say one-dimensional, it's like pick out some raw beats, spit over it, and then let it fly. The Outside of that, the most I've learned to do was record myself, but that'd be on a program that I was comfortable with, like, because when I was coming up, I was using Magix. Now, you know, if y'all know what Magix is, it's, you know, it's a computer program. You go not only record, you know, music on, uh, it's kind of outdated, <clears throat> sorry, outdated. I don't know if they really still have it. You know, hell, I'm hardly around a computer now nowadays myself anyway. So it's an outdated program. Well, at least, you know, it was considered outdated because, you know, a lot of dudes were under the impression that, okay, man, you know, I got to jump on Pro Tools. And, you know, that's kind of the standard, what people use, like, say, like in studios, the majority of studios you go to, it's Pro Tools. You know what I'm saying? You could, you record on Pro Tools, you could... From what I understand, you could probably even make beats on Pro Tools. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm not heavy into that whole tech aspect and that type of thing or whatever. So, but um, anyway, that, that's, what I, that, that's my resume in regards to that or whatever. So, of course, you know, with dudes wanting to play boss, wanting to be head honcho, of course, you know, I allowed my mixtape to be mishandled properly. And when I say mishandled, as for example, um, lack of mixing, you know. And that mixtape, in my opinion, could have been, I'm not saying it would have been a world-renowned mixtape or whatever, but if you understand where I'm coming from, like, and... I'm proud of my work. Like, if I, if I drop a track, you know what I'm saying, I I don't really do throwaway tracks. I'm not going to just spit some garbage and then just, boom, just throw it out for the masses. You know what I'm saying? Even though a lot of people get famous off of stuff like that, that's not me. I, I'm not trying to do that, you know. I've Any song I drop, whether it's about shining or, you know, majority of my stuff, you know, I talk about grinding, you know, trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Or talking about hoes or, you know what I'm saying, trying to get bread or whatever, you know, money if if you lost on that. But anyway, you know, I'm trying to have some sort of message on there and not to say that, oh, I'm trying to be like some political figure or, you know, get people to, I guess, have insight 
into my mind, so to speak. But like, I'm trying to give some type of content where either you could relate to it, or you know, you could find useful in some form or fashion. So, of course, you know, me being the type of dude where if I'm part of a team, you know, hey, I'll take that step back. You know, I never tried to play Mr. Oh, all right, I got this. Or, you know what I'm saying, be Mr. Leader of whatever, you know what I'm saying. Unless if it's something I started, you know what I'm saying, best believe I'm going to finish, you know. Uh, I, I support the next person's dream, you know, whether dude or female, if I fucks with you, you know what I'm saying, hey, I'm on your team, all right, um, show me what I got to do to keep this thing going or whatever. So, anyhow, my mixtape got mishandled properly, which is, of course, major moves, not Miami's finest. And um, when I go back and listen to it, mind you, I don't, I don't really go back and listen to a lot of my work or whatever, or that mixtape like that. But went back and listened to it, and like the more I, I like, I I know all my lyrics and everything, you know what I'm saying. I know my like what I'm spitting and all that. But it's like from a producer's ear, you know. And I'm not gonna act like I got a producer ear, but just the simple stuff, you know. Like for example, me listening to my stuff is like. Some some of my words ain't necessarily come out clear, and it's like when you recording with dudes or whatever, and like especially like when when you're in the studio and you're laying down the track, and you really trying to do this for real, and you got a team with you, you know what I'm saying? They're not supposed to let you walk out that studio unless that song is to the T, and that's why a lot of dudes be taking forever to drop albums or you know a lot of times you know they'll just shot a mixtape like it ain't nothing or whatever but that's on the counter is a lot of holdover songs from albums you know and you got a team of dudes that's supposed to not allow you to walk out of there without getting that shit done right and and if you walk out of there without getting that shit done right guess what it's always the next day Whereas with me, I was dealing with dudes where, with the exception of Stax, because Stax was a very vocal dude, you know. I was dealing with dudes that just wanted to rush things and just throw it out. Now, mind you, mixtape, I, I dropped it, what? It was either 2008 or 2009, you know. So it's more so recently I've been listening to it somewhat on the regular because, you know, to kind of get the feel for music thing because you know I feel like hey me personally I know I could do this shit you know I know I could get in the studio and do, I mean I'm not no quote unquote freestyle per se freestyler type dude or whatever but I could pin something that'll come out nice you know what I'm saying give me the right beat and I, I'll do my thing you know and that's something I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what, ain't nobody going to take that from me, you know. Now, going back to the mixtape, you know, going back to the song in particular, I'm referencing a song called Give It To Him. To me, it's a 
up northernish type of song. You know, that that's the way I feel. You know, the way I was spitting and everything. Like, and I feel like that's probably my most lyrical track that I ever dropped. You know, I know you hit my turn signals. Yeah, it's podcast on the go. Podcast on the go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, keeping the G. It could be in the car, you know, at the crib, wherever, you know, wherever I feel the need to start dropping content, you know, I'm going to do it, you know. Now, of course, the song Give It To Him, I feel like my most lyrical, you know, that's like number 17 on my mixtape, you know. And again, I'm not I'm not telling y'all, hey, man, y'all need to go download the mixtape. It's on that piff or whatever. And it's... And I'm not trying to act like I'm, I'm not trying to put shine on it, you know, again, because of the association on there. But, you know, at the end of the day, feel free. If y'all want to hear what I'm talking about, what I'm referencing on my podcast, feel free to go check it out. So on the song, give it to him, you know, the hook questionable because I had more to the hook, but I just couldn't get it out right. So I basically chopped the hook in half or whatever. And it was more of a, can't really say, it was more of a bridge, kind of. It was kind of a bridge type of hook or whatever. It's like two different hooks in one. You get what I'm saying? And so other than that, you know what I'm saying, the... You know, it's three verses on there or whatever. And I want y'all to go. Of course, I'm going to drop it on the podcast so y'all can see where I'm coming from. Now, everything on the song, as far as bars, boom. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Bars, can't nobody say my bars wasn't on point. You know, punchlines. Great, exceptional, or exceptional. I'm saying exceptional like that. That's a fucking word. But anyway, um, style of flow different for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I could get, I I feel like I could get on any beat and do something, with the exception of something like super fast. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna try to be like a bone thug in harmony. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something. I don't know if, and not to sell myself short, you know, that's a style that's tough to do, but I think eventually I could get on the track and rip it fast. I mean, I've had similar tracks where I somewhat sped up the flow a little bit. Tracks like um, a track I got on my upcoming mixtape, Packing, with, um, featuring KP. You know what I'm saying? I was a little quick on there. Um, even on um, my previous mixtape, No, no Mammy's Finest, um, on my grind. You know, and that that's another song where it's hard to appreciate the wordplay on there because of the production or lack thereof. You know, I could have, you know what I'm saying, like really shined if it was handled properly, you know. And when you, you look back at certain situations or whatever, I... Like especially like me looking back at my past association, you had dudes that had hidden agendas and didn't want you to 
outshine them. And honestly, that that was never my intention to outshine the next man, outshine anybody in in the group. You know what I'm saying? The association association I was a part of. Never my intention. I always let it be known. I'm Mr. Second in Command. I, I play the back row. You know what I'm saying? When it's my time to do my thing, my time to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I was like a, a dude that was part of the team where, like, for example, like just like with Nelly and the St. Lunatics. You know what I'm saying? Universal basically put it in Nelly's hands. Country Grammar dropped. It was either a make or break situation for them. You know, they drop country grammar, boom, two million, um, damn near out the gate, essentially. And then that's where, after that, boom, St. Lunatics came in, did they, uh, did they thing. I think their album was called Free City, you know. So, and that's what it was with me and the association I was a part of, you know. We, we put out the quote-unquote wannabe head honcho-ass nigga out you know, to kind of, I guess, do his thing. And depending on the reception, boom, everybody else follow, you know. And it's like people had hidden agendas, you know, in the situation I was a part of. They had hidden agendas. And, you know, that's why now I prefer to remain solo, you know. I mean, I, I still fucks with, you know, Outside of my situation, you know, I and and that's one thing. I was still fucking with outside dudes out of this that wasn't part of my situation. You know what I'm saying? Niggas like Blockburner, you know, Rick Adon, you know, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, you know what I'm saying? I, I tell him all the time. Once I get my situation right, hey, we gonna be back rocking. You know, Stacks. I'm still fucks with Stacks. You know. Even though, like, Stax is one of those extremely vocal dudes and um, hard-headed, opinionated type of guy. But I respect that, you know. I'm not, you can't shy away from constructive criticism, you know. And it's one thing if you got constructive criticism and it's another one you just straight hating, you know. Or you trying to criticize something without any merit or base to your argument, you know. So now going back to the song Give It To Him. You know, the production on the beat, you know, Dub's Attic, you know, to me, great. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't something that I would normally be flowing on, you know. But for some odd reason, you know, I listened to the beat and I said, man, maybe I could hit that, you know, and. It sound like something where you could either flow fast or, you know, you just got to be on point with it, you know. And I I just felt like for, for whatever reason, I felt like, you know, it was, uh, in my mind, it felt like something that you'd hear from a dude from up north. Now, of course, the dudes, you know, I was associated with, you know, would listen to the beat. Like, man, you sure you're going to be able to hit that? Like, I don't know. This don't sound like something you would do. Now, mind you, originally from New York, but I've been in Florida over 20 years. I got to, you know, every now and then, I guess the the accent, the North accent comes out, you know, which is fine. I mean, you know, that, that's just who I am. But, you know, I, I, I would like to think, you know, 
I'm more down south than anything. You know, the style of the beats, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not Mr. I'm not heavily into the trap sound, but, you know, the way Southern Beats or producers down south put beats together, you know, that, that to me sounds better than anything, you know. So, um, with that being said, you know, when you hear Give It To Him, it don't, it don't sound like something, it don't sound like something I would li- like flow on, you know, like, and that's if you pay attention to all the other tracks that I done jumped on, you know, because everything got like a down south type of sound or whatever, you know, majority of my tracks that I rap on, some some down south type ish, you know, or the sound of down south, you know. So, but anyway, um, now, you know, and a lot of times too, I ain't gonna lie, you know, I, I play my stuff like, say like when I'm at work. I always try to play my stuff, you know, they kind of had guys, you know, had a guys kind of, um, you know, hear my stuff or whatever, like, and a lot of times, you know, they'll be able to catch my voice off, off the rip, like, yo, that's you. As you, you know, and oh yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. You know, get a little, you know, that that's a sly way of me trying to get some feedback on some of my past work, you know. And it it's cool when, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, that sounds straight, you know what I'm saying. And you know, you got guys like that actually take the time to try to listen, you know. And a lot of times too, I, I try to ask them to. Excuse me. Um, to listen to what I'm playing or whatever, you know. Like for example, we'll give it to him. I had, of course, Cook from the Gun Show Lounge podcast. You know, I had him listen to it. I personally asked him his opinion and his feedback. And he's more of a producer guy at heart. Of course, he he listened to wordplay, rhymes, cadence, lyrics, and all that. And he let it be known, you know, he was filling the track, you know, and not, I didn't take it to heart of what he was saying, but he was straight up honest. And the fact that, you know, we know each other on a personal tip or whatever, you know, he kept it G with me, you know, and that's all, that's all I'm about, keeping it G. He said, and, you know, I don't, you know, of course, he, he sent me the message or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not going to give it to you word for word, you know, because I'm laying down this podcast, obviously. Let it be known saying, you know, man, delivery, great. You know, the flow, great. You know, it doesn't seem, it's almost like, I guess you would say, me coming out of myself or... Like basically, it is is different. Now, as far as the quality, the quality of the track wasn't really all that because vocals needed to be turned up. You know, boom. Okay, no problem. I get that. You know, poor mixing. It ain't poor mixing. There was no mixing. You know, 
and you know the beat itself don't really have that much bass but i think when it went through the program of course and we didn't record that song on magics because you know again the association i was a part of would rather use adobe you know it was a adobe recording program or whatever that was essentially like a uh copied version of pro tools they i guess the the quality or the production of the beat would get lost or kind of distorted so to speak so with it going through the program and then of course coming out as a whole after it got recorded you know it probably fucked up the bass levels or whatever you know and you know it's cool you know what i'm saying hella opinion i mean well not a hella opinion per se but he let it be known what it was you know so matter of fact let me go and actually pull up exactly what my man's told me of course all right from what he said on on the text this is all text of course not enough bass. He said he loved the flow. Kind of wish they turned up the vocals up a little bit more. Sounded like you were in rare form. Nobody ever told me that, which is cool. The track sounded muffled a bit, you know, which, especially in the first verse where I said momentum, it barely came out. You know what I'm saying? It just sounded like, you know what I'm saying? Needed to boost on the highs of hair and increase the volume of your vocals. As far as the track overall, I like it. It's going in rotation. Rotation. Usually those kind of beats turn me off because they're busy, but the depth of your voice smooths it out a lot. Now, which I, nobody gave me no constructive criticism like that, which is cool, you know, and stuff like that, you need to hear, you know, which I feel like this. I'm not going in there doing a whole bunch of garbage or I guess recording garbage or just come hunter, hunter, nah. You know, even though I like to listen to stuff like that here and there, but I need something that sound like something, you know, and that's how I get on there. Whenever I'm going in the studio, if I'm going to drop something, it's going to sound like something, point blank. You know, so I I respected that criticism, you know, which it's I can't really take it as criticism. It's the truth because the way the track came out, it's like it's, it's poor production behind it, you know. But other than that, my wordplay, tight work, you know what I'm saying? Cadence, you know, tight work. I mean, like I, I, I'm flowing on the. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that if you pay attention to the track is a part where I was talking about like it's a it's a punchline I dropped. Now it's something that'll probably be like say like well granted I dropped the mixtape what two thousand eight, two thousand nine, so essentially damn near a decade. People 
you'll probably listen to it like, damn, wait a minute. What the hell he just said? Now, what I'm talking about, um, it's a part where I said, I ain't trying to give him a sob story. I'm trying to meet the world like the boy named Corey. Now, some people who don't pay attention are like, who the fuck is Corey? If you watch Boy Meets World, you know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm basically referencing that show. Now, to me, I'm not saying that's the hardest punchline on the on the track or the hardest punchline I ever dropped, but it damn sure ain't weak. You know, and that's something what you're not going to do is tell me my shit is weak. You know what I'm saying? It's, and and I, I can respect her opinion. I can respect her opinion wholeheartedly. It's cool. But you're not going to tell me if it's a high punchline. I mean, I mean, again, it's her opinion if you think it's weak, whatever. You ain't going to tell me it's weak when it ain't. Like I'm sorry, you you it's I I can't accept that, you know. Now, a person will probably hear that track or hear me saying that punchline, man, that shit garbage, whatever. But they hear it on the track, not knowing it's me. Damn, man, whoever that is, flowing. Yeah, they flowing. That's me, bitch. Oh, you ain't spit that up. Nah, that's me. You know, but again, y'all y'all listen to the track. Y'all let me know what y'all think. You know, cause it's gonna come right after this segment. Y'all let me know what y'all think. You know, send me a message, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram. You know, official G Money One. You know, official G Money and the actual number one. You know, hit me up on the podcast too. I'm um, sure so you can send me a message and let me know what y'all think. You know, and then we'll go from there, man. Keeping it G. Uncut, uncensored with the rhymes, nigga, I don't give a fuck Hit 
but what I look like a duck Can't swim in the pond, I'm dip low when the auto Soon as me to sit back, all these souls follow I know what they want, but I hope that they swallow I'm loved, man, I'm one of them, that's my motto, huh That's the shit that I always live by Since my first breakup, ain't no bitch could try my face But I ain't trying to give them a sob story I'm trying to beat the world like a boy named Corey When I'm trying to get the people what they ask for I'm Trying to do the same boy, he gets no pass so All last out, got you looking like an asshole I'll proceed, so you already know I'm gon' get to I know what they want and I know what they need So you already know I'm gon' get to The people been waiting, so I shall proceed So you already know I'm gon' get to Gotta get them what they want, gotta get them what they need I know you heard that boy, yes it's indeed The people been waiting, but it's finally here Bitch moves the hottest mixtape of the year Better yet, probably be the hottest one ever Think what you want, but ain't nobody better who us You know, like you did, took you so hood ain't gonna be much of a long segment um you know just putting my little two cents and what's been going on the past couple weeks um plus i been wanted to touch up on it but you know i ain't really get a chance to get on my podcast thing or whatever but anyway um i'm sure y'all seen what happened when um and it kind of pains me to even talk about this shit but um Alright, Nicki Minaj dropped, um, what is it, um, Queen, her Queen album, and rightfully so, Travis Scott right behind, well, really, okay, I'll put it to you like this, Travis Scott dropped World. Nicki Minaj dropped Queen on the same day, now, the thing with that is, Nicki Minaj, of course, her album was supposed to come out a couple weeks ahead of time, but, you know, and I don't have all the numbers in front of me, so not that I really care to get into the numbers, but at the end of the day, you know, the numbers do mean a little something in this aspect for the fact that, okay, she was thinking she was going to have the number one album in the country at that time. Travis Scott album, World ended up beating Queen. He sold basically what? 205,000 the first week whereas Queen sold what 180 and some change like 185 or whatever so she was number 2 of course she went on some stupid rant going nuts going crazy saying 
I'm number one in all these different countries. But, yo, sound scans tell it otherwise. My thing, you know, and I ain't trying to compare myself on neither one of their levels or whatever because, you know, they actually sign the labels or whatever. But my thing is this. She making herself look hella ugly in this aspect because it's like, yo, hey, somebody, uh, somebody else's album beat yours. And I guess she felt entitled and, ah, oh, she was going in. She was going in on Travis Scott and, of course, Kylie Jenner, the baby. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, to me, it was... It's hella lame the fact that she literally was basically going out her way to hate on the fact that his album number one. She even gave this man what whole ass nigga award or a, a week or whatever. And same thing with the manager, um, Travis Scott manager. Man, listen, Nicki Minaj should be better than that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I ain't really got much to say about that. Like, to me, it's just weak and it's whack on her part. You know, it ain't like she going through that, I guess, phase where, you know, nobody going to really be buying her music. Like, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I guess everybody perceives his album to be better than hers. I mean, you know, um, shout outs to both of them. But, I mean, uh if she was smart, hey, she had a number two album, be smart next time. You know, you was trying to clear a sample that you could have put out, and that's why you had to push your album back, what, two weeks or some shit? Like, yo, I don't know, man. But in my opinion, her going off on Travis Scott, you know, getting mad because his album beat hers, want to get his man whole nigga of the week or whatever, yo, I, I give her a stupid hold of the week, you know, um, and and then like, yo, know, she's just going after everybody. Well, you know, as far as everybody, she's I guess associated with, you know, what I'm saying, putting guys like Tiger and Safari out there, you know, because they I guess hairline procedures or whatever. Like, listen, even if they did get those, which I mean, I guess it shows when you try to look or whatever. I don't know about Tiger shit, but Safari shit is a, somewhat obvious or whatever. Look, at the end of the day, you mad and salty because, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, your album, it ain't like it flopped. It was number two. So, I don't know, man. It's just whack on her part. Oh, let that man be great. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, he better than that because he ain't even responding to foolishness. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I ain't want to touch too much on that subject or whatever. You know, I'm keeping it G. You know, keeping the G podcast. Um, and I guess fuck with your boy. You know, fuck all the bullshit. Weekend edition might not drop tomorrow. So, I don't know. This You could consider this, I guess, a weekend edition somewhat. But... Anyway, um, we'll see. You know, I might drop a little content or whatever. Uh, definitely my next podcast um, might have a guest on there. So just stay tuned.